Welcome to Foolish Voices, a Company of Fools podcast. Company of Fools is a professional theater company based in Sun Valley, Idaho, and is a proud part of the Sun Valley Museum of Art. More information can be found online at svmoa.org. Welcome to Foolish Voices. I'm Scott Palmer, Producing Artistic Director of Company of Fools. And on this show, we talk to a wide range of theater artists, both here in Sun Valley and all across the world, about how the current global health crisis is impacting their work, about their creative lives, and about their hopes for the future of our art form. Please consider supporting Company of Fools by making a donation in any amount via our podcast platform or online at svmoa.org. In this episode, I am talking with the dashing and delightful Matt Musgrove. Matt is a television, film, stage, and voice actor currently living in Hollywood. He was born in Eugene, Oregon, and got his BFA in musical theater from Ithaca College in New York. Matt's work ranges from roles on the Oxygen Network, in the fantasy film The Zodiac Fighters, which I will be asking him about, performances on Parks and Recreation, Grimm, and in dozens of national commercials and ads. For Company of Fools, Matt played the title role of Woody Guthrie in Woody Guthrie's American Song. An all-around lovely human being, welcome to Foolish Voices, Matt Musgrove. Hey, thanks, Scott. Nice to be here. Doing well. You good? Where are you? What's going on? (laughs) Well, I'm in Oregon now, not in Hollywood at the moment. I uh, drove up, I decided to get out of Dodge and drive all the way up to Oregon. My family's here, so I didn't want to take an airplane, you know. So I hopped in my car, had a nice little road trip, uh, and uh, drove up to Oregon to be with my parents. I know they this was a few weeks ago when people were saying, you know, don't go to your parents because you'll spread it around. But everyone's healthy here, and we're doing just fine. I was going to say, I don't want to start getting hate mail from yeah, people. Yeah, no. About, <laughs> You're not supposed to go to your a, parents. He's not a lovely human being. He's totally <laughs> infected his parents. Uh, there you go. <laughs> good. You got there before the shelter in place stuff, yes. all that stuff happened. Yes, you're and not I'm just glad in, I did. You're not just in Oregon, Matt. You're in Sun River, right? I am in Sun River, Oregon, yes, and it's can you describe here. to me? Can you describe to me in painful detail the oh. gorgeous location that you're currently yeah, in? Yeah, it's the worst. The, the sun is, is gleaming through the trees. We just went to the Deschutes River to, to take pictures, and we went on a bike ride, and uh we're just you know it's like by the fire at night and watching movies and snuggling it's the worst i hate it apocalypse in style exactly (laughs) exactly so uh so how has go ahead no go ahead no i'm saying i'm glad to be here because hollywood right now is ghost town um my roommate down there he he was sending me pictures of just this is crazy hollywood boulevard is completely you know, uh, just except a few people walking down. I, can't, I don't think they're doing that anymore. But uh, it's uh, usually, you know, Times Square. It's hustling and bustling, and people in in cosplay and costumes. And the Chinese the Grandma's Chinese Theater is usually all full, and, and nothing's down there. It's pretty bizarre. That's, that's to say wild. the least. Yeah, and all the all the grocery stores were, you know, empty. But I'm glad I got. And people are doing fine, actually. i I've been calling to my my friends and my fellow actors and actresses, and they're really using this time to uh, to hone their skills and to spend time and catch up and call people that they that they love and haven't been able to get in touch with. 
That's great. I, I have talked to a number of actors from all across the country, and the number one thing they're all saying is that they're updating their websites. That <laughs> They haven't oh, yeah. updated their websites in years. <laughs> yeah. So they're all like, oh, God, I have nothing to do. I may as well just upload all these other credits that I have yeah. onto my yeah. website. Build on your reel. and Exactly. Uh, you know, so polish up your resume, all that stuff. <laughs> have you Have you been directly impacted by this crisis in terms of your work? Oh yeah, yeah. I just found out two yesterday, yesterday, uh, that I'm no longer going to be playing Nick Arnstein uh, in Funny Girl at Lakewood um, Theater in Portland, uh, and then I was also going to be in Pajama Game for the Oregon Festival of American Music in Eugene, and that has also been canceled. You know, about a week ago, it was like everything is we pushing it forward, and then two of the shows were overlapping, and then it wasn't. And then yesterday, they're just like, we are so disappointed and sorry to tell everybody that safety is the priority, and uh, we got to let it go for now. And so, I know what I love about Company of Fools is you guys are just being so wonderfully resourceful. I've been hearing about how you guys are you know <laughs> doing doing what you can and i love this because we're all hunkered down and we get to talk about our career and not feel like you're so alone in the situation good good <laughs> we're here for you matt yeah i That's, knew it i, I knew know. it I, yes. <laughs> uh well i'm so sorry to hear that i mean lakewood is a theater that i know and and love and oh yeah yeah my good friends there you're from familiar portland, with portland. So. yeah oh my so. god you'd be fantastic and funny girl i know I, I was looking forward to singing some fun songs and you know, and being, being, being Mr. Suave, but, um, not, all, not a role you're given very often. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hate it. Hate it. So, so, yeah, but everything is live performance. I mean, that's my whole gig. I am a gig person as much as all the other artists are. I mean, all of my part-time jobs are falling through, you know, I've, I work for conventions, which those are done. Uh, and, uh, I, I hike, up to the Hollywood sign is another job. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I want you to tell, I, is, I want you to tell us know. about that because you have a really cool side gig. Uh, like most jobbing successful actors do in Hollywood. You have a bunch <clears> of <throat> side gigs that keep you. Oh, of course. You during the day. Uh, and, and I, you and I spent a, a slightly drunken evening at <laughs> uh, here in Haley, not that long ago. Once like, many times. <laughs> exactly. I, I can't remember which specific time it was, uh -huh. um, but I got to hear these stories about you taking tourists on these hikes up to the yeah. Hollywood sign. Yeah. So I am a, a, a part of a company called official walking tours and it's good exercise. And it's also, I get to meet a lot of people from around the world and uh, I do about a two and a half to three hour hike up behind the Hollywood sign. And I talk about the history and get to know people and all about Hollywood and uh, the area and the building of the sign and how it was remodeled and all that. And I come back down and uh, it's just a great, and it's right down the street from me because I'm, I'm on Vista and Hollywood Boulevard. So it's, the commute is very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, did you say it's a two and a half to three hour hike up? Yeah. Up, uh, yes, uh, it's a slight incline, but yeah, you're going up and then and then you come back down. Uh, the whole thing's about four and a half miles uh, total. So good wow. exercise. <laughs> yeah. But you know, know. can't do that, that right now. Nothing about that sounds fun to me. I mean, I would love to hang out with you and just talk about <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Can we do that at the Red Shoe instead? We don't yeah, have to yes. walk? Yeah, we can do that. Perfect. I'll tell you all about the sign over a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Perfect. Uh, I want but, I want the full four hours, though. I mean, yeah, I want oh, yeah. the full four-hour treatment, so oh, maybe of course. more than one beer. Yeah, we could take a few laps around the Red Shoe while we're, while we're doing it. Great. Yeah, I love it. So, but, um, but what I'm saying is all of these things that, I'm, that, are, that are all in person and 
and live. I mean, that's what we do. We're, we're, we are people who, uh, you know, who, who rely on all of my classes. I do wire work classes. Those are all canceled because can't be around people. And um, I just, I have a, a motion capture course that I started to do at uh, mocap vaults and that was, you know, canceled as well. And um, I'm, I'm actually trying to look up to see if people are still doing voiceover. Uh, I mean, they'd have to have a studio in there, but like any kind of work, you know, that is, um, that is, uh, that is, you know, indoors and I guess in your, in your apartment. So you'd have to have good equipment to do voiceover work. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really wild. I think one of the things that I'm finding is, you know, I have this sort of thrown together podcast studio, literally in my dining room. I hung up a bunch of curtains and some, you know, old Afghans and and seats around (laughs) my dining table, uh, just desperately trying to see if I, and you know, the sound of quality isn't great, but I mean, it's good enough to keep us, keep us busy in front of people's ears. That's good. Great. And uh, yeah. And to know how this is affecting artists. I mean, not, that's not many people. I mean, the essentials are out there and I've, you know, I'm, I'm watching Netflix and I'm watching Amazon prime and I'm like, you know, yeah, we're, we're all a part of the, a part of the cure to keep people sane uh so <laughs> it's important to uh and especially for us you know live performance what i'm really hoping is after all this starts to settle uh people are going to be cabin fever enough and uh antsy enough to get out there and <laughs> start to start to be uh, uh in the community again one one can hope yes yeah. i mean yeah. as you as you know that is a crucial a crucial question for all of us here in the valley so yeah. Um, so I, I have to ask you about sure. this, about this movie, the Zodiac fighters. <laughs> Matt. So tell me every single thing about this. It you okay. filmed in Shanghai. Yeah, in Beijing. In Beijing. I'm sorry. Yes. Beijing. No, no. And it, it was, uh, it's this, it's this business, man. It's, it's, it's insane how things just, um, this was a few years, about four years ago and I was on a flight back from Chicago to LA and I sat next to a producer on an airplane and I didn't know this guy and I actually I was exhausted because I was I was doing work in Chicago and uh he was you know talking to me and getting to know me and I was like oh, I'm an actor and I hear my headshots on my phone and you know it's like what are you doing it's like well we're actually casting for a for a villain called uh, Dark Scar um in uh in Beijing are you available this summer and I was like yeah so I didn't think anything of it and then he got he called me back with the director and the producer and they were like well we actually love your look we're doing a um a Charlie's Angels fantasy Power Ranger thing with wire work and green (laughs) screen (laughs) and you were like I don't you don't even have to pay me I am in yeah like we'd love to fly here and I'm like oh gosh I'm gonna be I'm gonna be you know put on the I'm gonna be you know put up for ransom sold, or something like this slavery, yeah right? exactly so uh you know but it all worked out and it was it was it was amazing the first week and a half we were i was felt like i was a part of the matrix i was doing kung fu and, and hand-to-hand combat and sword combat and then we did wire work and which is why i continue to do wire work today because because of how random it was that i uh was able to do those stunts um but it was and then and then i got a trailer that they that they put together and they keep telling me that they're pitching it around to different networks but you know it's another sad thing about 
you know, all that we can do as performers is give it our all, give it our Oscar winning performance and then hand it over to the editor and then, uh, you know, and then just kind of wait. Wait, it's wait for of, it to go to straight to, to DVD. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so the wire work stuff, just talk to yeah. me about that. I mean, it's so fascinating to me. Yeah. That not only did you do it during this film, but then you've gone on now to be really focused on studying that as a, as a sort of stunt Yes, it's um, it's one of those you know, good you know as as an as a as an actor you know we're always which is why I've, uh, I was talking to another actor friend of mine. Uh, we have no downtime. Like every time that you know, there's like right now I feel so antsy. Like I should be learning how to horseback ride and I should be learning how to paintball and how to paint or whatever. You know, it's like where well, there's always what special skills can I can I hone? And that was one thing that I was like, well, you know, I was kind of trained in this and I like to keep this going. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I go to class. The uh, uh, Tim Storms is the, uh, is the instructor and he just played um, the stunt double to uh, Picard for, um, uh, for Captain Picard and, and Picard. Uh, uh, and uh, he uh, now we're an talking. incredible guy. Now yeah. we're talking. That's my jam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. He, he did, if you watched in the, uh, I only saw the first, the pilot episode, but he, um, he gets blown back and it was him on the wires that just yank the hell out of him all the way back. And, and uh, while the explosives happen in front of him, it's pretty, nice. pretty in, intense, but very, very fun. Very fun. So that, yeah, it's one of those things where I, uh, I'll see how long I can do it until I, <laughs> till my body says stop. But, uh, but it's one of those things that it's very, very fun. And, uh, and I would love to be a part of sci-fi again, or, a, you know, be a part of the matrix again, or yeah. Yeah. Hidden and, dragon. And yeah. how did, and so how did you, ultimately end up getting connected to Company of Fools. What brought you to the to, into the Foolish family? Well, our Foolish of the Fools, I would say the most foolish, if not the greatest of fools, uh, Christopher Carwithin, um, has he been- likes, He likes it when I call him Master Carwithin. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Monsieur, Monsieur, Monsieur Carwithin. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, we've been buddies ever since, uh, my junior year of high school, we did Into the Woods together at a community theater, the very little theater in Eugene, Oregon. And we were the princes. It was Rapunzel's prince and I was Cinderella's and we did agony together and uh, had a ball. And, and at first he didn't know if I, you know, we didn't know if we were kind of rivals in the show, but then we became best friends forever. And we have been ever since. But he called me up and said, hey, I'm in Idaho. Uh, there's a show going on, Woody Guthrie, and they're looking for a Woody. Would you want to submit? And I said, absolutely. If I get to hang out and be in gorgeous, and I never really hung out in Idaho. So, and it's just like Eugene or any other beautiful uh, um, country setting. But, uh, but I, we, I was in it and uh, that's how I kind of got into the family and loved everybody up there. And, and, oh, I really appreciate just the work ethic a company of fools just blew me away. I'm like, okay, I, this is, I cannot rest. We, we got to get this thing done. And so we did it in, in three weeks and Woody Guthrie was one of, it's still to this date, I think one of the more challenging, I mean, there were a ton of songs in that show and uh, it was just so rich and fulfilling and we had a ball and just the most perfect experience. So I'm very proud to be a fool. Uh, I've always, I, I 
I have been calling you a fool since the day I met you. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I know you have been. <laughs> what is it? I mean, but it, we're not the only company you've worked for. You did you did a really uh, cool thing this last Christmas uh, oh, yeah. in town as well. Yeah. Who, who and, were you working and, with so, in the Valley? So then, yeah, I got into the into the into the flow and into the uh, the pipe works of uh, of Haley and Sun Valley and um, met Patsy and uh, and she. I auditioned for her for to be a part of her Shakespeare uh, in the park in 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 Ketchum, and then I, I just did. Uh, I was just Bob Cratchit and uh, Jacob Marley in in uh, Christmas Carol up in Sun Valley. So much fun! It was cool. They, we had a uh, had snow coming down from the rafters, and it was you know it's the holiday, and then it's a winter wonderland. I mean, if you look up Christmas in a freaking dictionary, you'll see Sun Valley. It's so so cool. Uh, with all the snow and all the lights and in Haley. Uh, yeah, I hope. To yeah, it, it's a beautiful place to be all the yeah. time, but it is particularly delightful yeah. and charming yeah. uh, during during the holidays. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's how I kind of got got into it. Yeah, well, we're happy. Yeah, we're very, so very happy to ha have had you here. Yeah. Um, talk to me just a little bit about I mean, we sort of mentioned it. Uh, just at the beginning here, just about mm -hmm. your hopes for the future of our industry. I mean, you know, I think about you and I think about so many of the other actors that yeah. are with the Fools and people I know from Portland and all across the world um, who are, you know, gigging actors, right? These yeah. are, you guys are folks who make your living going from On one gigs. job to the next. Yeah. What, what do you think is going to happen to our industry and our art form in the coming months and years? Well, well, in this day and age when, you know, <laughs> we're trying to get people out of their phones and out of the screens to look up and say hi, I think that this is a moment when, like, it's we're just diving our noses right back into that technology. Um, and, I, you know, and I hope, I hope that, um, I hope we don't have to turn live performance digital because that would mean... <laughs> TV or movies, really, uh, or filmed stage work. Um, you know, it's it's a challenging it's a challenging question to say. You're hoping that you know in this day and age where you can pretty much just live in your house, you can work from your house, you can Amazon pro, you can Amazon anything to you, you can turn on Netflix and be entertained, you can yeah do anything. For, I, I, I'm really hoping again that the cabin fever and the antsiness, and I, and I think that, I think it is. I think we're, I think to be a human is to go out and to breathe the fresh air and to go and have a coffee with a friend. And you, you know, you, you have to have physical contact. You got to see people. You have to uh, tell people about the books that you're you're reading and and, and be a part of clubs. And um, we're social. We're social. And so uh, I'm hoping we don't have to turn this too digital um because i mean this is my career it's my life it's my love to uh uh to connect with people and to be on stage and dedicated my life to being up there and, and, and connecting with people so it's it's kind of you know it's nerve-wracking but but I, it's 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 up in the air you know really anything could happen um i'm hoping for the best and you i mean you as an as an artist as an actor you you kind of sort of have a foot in both camps of that kind of television film, but also yeah. live stage performances. I yeah. mean, I think, are, are you finding that that experience of, of kind of living in those two worlds 
Are you hopeful that that's going to be useful to you? I mean, we're we're all talking about you know every artistic director I have ever met is we're all talking about well how do we make this live streaming? How do we record yeah. this? How do we how do we put this online for people to see? You know, so many of our uh, of the big dog theater companies are already jumping into that live yeah. stream it, pay for your ticket, watch it from home. Yeah, yeah. And then National Theater in uh, in London. I mean. Their, uh, their, their website is they're just putting up videos on how to build puppets. And if you go to our archive, you can see some of the, you know, the shows, uh, you know, so featured shows that we've done. Um, and I think every, I think a lot of theaters are trying to figure out what, what to do. Uh, I mean, when it comes to Hollywood or to, or to film, I mean, all of that is I mean, social distancing. It's everybody I mean, on it's set, over, right? <laughs> you, can't, you can't have people together. Yeah. Uh, so even even productions are are um, aren't doing too hot. Um, but but for theater in particular, I mean, um, yeah, so ways to to do you know readings. I think you're I think you're smart. I think you're down the road of of doing anything that is performance wise live performance on and recording it and you know yeah monologue songs shows um putting as much content out there um you know to to because it's it just it kind of feels like a fish out of water kind of situation to go well are theater companies youtube channels or theater right. companies um yeah are we are we movies and film is this is this what we're doing i but, hope not um, i know i know so i mean but, i but, have a yeah. huge amount of respect for you and everyone else all of our other artistic colleagues who work in television and film but you know i i, yeah. I chose to become a theater director for yeah, a reason. yeah exactly yeah we all did we all yeah connect uh connect on a, on a physical level so it's it's weird it's very very weird um but what i yeah what i hope is I hope we'll be able to bounce back because it's very, very important. Uh, uh, the most important for for um because when it comes to like I feel like we're like we're in between. Theater is just another level up from from books. Like we can be very rich and we can have very strong ideas. And movies and film can do that too. But like the really expensive was ones. I think commercially, a lot of people don't want to take risks on powerful material. And I think theaters can really pump out as much powerful and impactful uh, uh, materials, um, you know, versus a lot of the commercial stuff that goes on in film and television, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm finding it really remarkable that during this time, and I've had this conversation with a number of, of folks on the, on the podcast, is about mm -hmm. how, you know, <laughs> these discussions around what are essential services and and yeah. what we're going to support. And yet yeah. everything I see on Facebook and on all the social media is I'm watching this Netflix show, or I'm going to dive into Jane Austen, or, you know, I had a conversation yeah. with a friend of mine the other day who said, I haven't opened my complete works of Shakespeare in years, I'm planning to read every play. And I just, I'm constantly reminded during this time that we are, as human beings in this time of uncertainty, our go-to place is the arts, it's yeah. performance, it's, yeah. uh, whether it's, you know, culture stupid, yeah whether it's stupid comedies on netflix or whatever yeah. or if it's you know turning our attention back to social media to watch live performances live concerts streaming concerts what 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 does that bring up for you what do you think about that uh live live theater and concerts online or no just like the fact that we turn to the arts in oh, these yeah. moments 
Well, yeah, you have to. I mean, <laughs> since since the beginning of humanity, we've all been telling stories and and bringing hope to one another. And it's uh, life would be pretty droll without <laughs> without uh, without fantasy and and um, and stories. I mean, it's it's why I fell in love. It's why you fell in love? It's why we all we all attach to to um, to storytelling and. Uh, um, it's all i mean if you you know if you're around a fireplace you're not just gonna cook you're gonna you're gonna tell funny stories and jokes and it's just it's in it's in us it's in humanity so it's um i mean i'd argue as you would argue uh it's essential it's it is a part of us to keep sane um especially people going through hard times the hardest times through this time we're all trying to find distractions you know that's um, why musicals are so big during the Great Depression. It's, it's right. you know, it's, yeah, it's essential. I'm interested just in thinking a little bit. I mean, I've been spending a lot of time talking to actors about how this, how this crisis has impacted them and mm -hmm. about how they view their role in performing arts moving forward. I'm, I'm interested in just what you think about what should audiences be thinking about at this time? Hmm. Um. Well, uh, I think if for audiences, whether or not you're in your apartment or going to the theater, I think at some point, you know, um, I really hope that audience members, are, they're, not, they're not afraid, that they don't get too scared, um, you know, of, of going out and trying out the theaters that are that are you know doing social distancing but are able to you know be enwrapped and I mean I'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see how this starts to level out how we start to poke our heads out our door and go are we okay can we get back to what we were doing um because we all need to uh and and, and I, I hope audiences won't just be you know on their couch um and and we'll get out uh because it's an event, it's fun. It's 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 going out with your friends. Like, come on, let's let's go. Let's go to the movies. Let's go have dinner. Let's go um, uh, to a show and and see one another and have wine and talk and and just and just vent. Um, but you know, these are these are these are weird times we're in right now. Weird times. Um, so yeah, I, my hope my hope is that audiences will breathe through it assess the situation and and come back in force come back yeah yeah and, yeah and united you know holding hands and going come on we gotta we gotta let's do this but it, you know when you're dealing with an illness it's easier said than done yeah well i yeah that is my hope too i mean i think you know as we all struggle as artists and makers of theater trying to mm -hmm. figure out what this means for us yeah you know I, I one of the things i i've been struck by is that we are all talking to each other as makers um mm -hmm. and as producers of theater and as artists but what we may not be doing as much of is sort of turning our attention back to the audiences the people we are doing it for yeah and say, yeah. what are your hopes? What are your fears? What are you, what do you well, want us to be doing? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm hoping with, you know, this, this new, um, you know, this $2 trillion, I'm, I'm hoping because we, we depend on audience members. We depend on people who love this. I mean, you hear it in every show, even on Broadway, it's viewers like you who are, you know, it, it's, 
it's the people who love this are the ones who are who are our lifeline and keeping us alive um you know i wish i wish it was you know something different but that's it's true uh with my health insurance with my with my lodging with my rent with everything you know it's that's why i have these side jobs because when i do get a job it's like yes this is what i'm doing this is what i've been trained to do this is my career and i need you for that yeah yeah we all do yeah it's super yeah. important so, yeah serious well, stuff yeah i think we are i think we're all gonna be we're all gonna be fine it's all gonna yeah. be fine yeah yeah, yeah. as we long just, as we have these podcasts we can just keep exactly. going exactly <laughs> and we'll, yeah, you and i can just meet once a week we can keep yeah. talking yeah you yeah, can tell is. me more about the zodiac yeah. fighters and but i think everybody you know is feeling the same thing everyone's wondering what the heck is going on? You know, what is, what is going to happen? What's our, and that's, that's normal. That's natural, you know? And I'm, I'm actually, I have, I have a breathe app. It's a, it's a meditation app and it is so helpful to just keep going. Okay. Get back into it, get back into the flow and breathe through each situation. And that this is weird. We're all dealing with it. We're all trying to figure this thing out. And um, as long as we keep our hopes up and our spirits up and watch a lot of fun stuff that we enjoy and stories that we treasure we'll move forward yeah i keep threatening car within that um you and i and he need to hop on some sort of gaming platform and <laughs> yeah play play video games <laughs> together until later. hey there's another kind of storytelling right there exactly <laughs> that, that is my go-to i mean i yep. i i have been picking up shakespeare every once in a while and sort of being like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna read a little bit of this and and i yep. actually started i just started a couple of nights ago i'm reading mary shelley's frankenstein which is a book oh, i nice. never read i um, haven't either i've uh, seen a it, ton it, of adaptations of it it's hard never. work it's hard yeah. work oh is it yeah <laughs> uh, it's brilliant but it's also i mean you know so yeah. i i my husband, said to me, my husband said to me, why are you punishing yourself for this by reading Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? It's not that bad. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. my go-to is, is in moments like this is I just want to cut something up with a sword or cast a spell mm-hmm. at it on, mm-hmm. on PlayStation. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could we'll figure that out. From that. Yeah, we'll absolutely. That out. Oh, okay. tell, tell Brian, I'm, I'm actually taking him up on his advice of uh, uh, writing in the morning. Uh, oh, because good. the day gets so, you know, it's like, well, what am I doing right? Well, right now I'm just like, cause I'm writing, I'm trying to, you know, get my mind on the paper. So. Good. I will pass that along. My husband, yeah. is some of some of our listeners may know is a, is a writer and a novelist. And mm-hmm. I'm glad he is encouraging you to express yourself in non-destructive yes. ways, Matt. <laughs> I know there's a lot of things I could be doing. Other than writing. <laughs> that feels healthy. Yes. That feels healthy. Well, it is always a pleasure to talk yeah. with you and it's been a particular pleasure talking with you on foolish voices thank you Scott. it's been my great pleasure speaking with matt musgrove uh he is a television film stage and voice actor he's currently in sun river oregon but he lives in hollywood <laughs> and yep. he's been connected to a whole bunch of amazing arts organizations here in the wood river valley including having played the title role of woody in woody guthrie's American Song for Company of Fools. Please consider supporting Company of Fools by making a donation in any amount via our podcast platform or online at our parent organization's website. That's the Sun Valley Museum of Art, svmoa.org. Thank you so much for joining us, Matt Musgrove. Thank you, Scott. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay. You You don't have anything else going on. No, no. (laughs) All right, call me later. I will do. Okay.